Welcome back to the Morning Kick podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Welcome back to The Morning Kick. This is Andrew Pitchford from Excite Media. And we've started this new show to be inspiration for business. At the moment, we all need some new ideas. We need to be thinking about how we do things differently. And so every day we're hoping to bring a special guest uh, in this week. We've actually been talking to people that have explained what's happening with the virus. I've also um, spoke to one of the founders of Excite Media, Scott Maynard, and he gave us a bit of an insight into how our own agency is dealing with the coronavirus. Today, we're going to be inviting Sarah Moore from Eleven Lives Media. Welcome to the morning kick, Sarah. It feels like a kick in the pants to get up at this time and get into it, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit. Thanks for having me, Andrew. No, it's brilliant. Listen, you've been involved in social and digital for quite some time now. I thought it'd be really good to get you on the show because you can talk to us about social media, you can talk to us about video, and we can kind of get some insights as to how you're tackling this whole thing. So do you want to walk us through a little bit of a background on Eleven Lights Media first? How long have you been around? What's your kind of focus for the business? Yeah, so I've been around for around about five years as the Eleven Lights Media iteration. Before that, I was just a personal brand um, before I really knew where I wanted to go. But we're what I call a video first social media agency. So all that really means is that when people come to us for social media, we pretty much emphasize and prioritize video. So if someone doesn't really want to do video, we probably won't work with them. Um, and we also do video on the side and that kind of thing because we just know how powerful it is. And and by the way, video doesn't always mean a big production. It just means like I need to know that my clients are going to live stream because I can't be the live stream for, for them. Like, <laughs> you know, I can't be their face and using things like Instagram stories and that kind of thing because it's just prevalent across every platform. So that's really the emphasis uh, for where we stand as a company. And I think it's what makes us right. a little bit different too. And, and as you say, there's so many different tools for video now. You can do the Instagram stories, just whip out the phone and make it happen. Do a bit of editing on your phone, or you can get into the production and you guys do a little bit of everything. Yeah, we do. We put our fingers in all the pies. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to talk about where social is right here, right now? Because mm -hmm. I guess a lot of business owners are seeing that they've got the downtime. They know that their customers are using social channels there must be some things that we should be careful of and at the same time some opportunities where do you see social media going as it pertains to say video yeah so i think at the moment just for a general broad brush stroke social media piece of advice is that we need to just make our mess and make sure our messaging is still on point so i understand that the world is in crisis and there's an element of brands not wanting to be tone deaf uh, but I also think that 
we have to be careful not to go overboard and be so COVID focused that um, we actually lose our audience. So for me in this time, you know, I deal with a lot of small business owners as you do. And my advice has been, let's just 10X our value. Let's make sure that the messaging that we're putting out and the content that we're putting out is of higher value than anyone else because there's so much focus on this virus. But the thing is, when it shifts, when it breaks, when the world stops holding its breath, everybody's going to go, oh, my gosh, I have to get back to business. I have to do it. And they're going to be scrambling. Whereas if you keep steady and focus through this time, you're going to have to do a lot less shifting um, because you've, you've stayed the course, you know. And it's an odd thing because I think really, really big brands like the apples of the world, like brands that are on that scale, I think I actually think they have it harder. I think they there's almost like an expectation that they need to keep talking about it. They need to be doing some kind of have, have some kind of social responsibility attached to it, which is kind of great for us small business owners because I feel like we can address it to the measure which we think we need to address it and then we can move on. Because at the end of the day, we don't have a trillion dollars sitting in the bank that allows us to be able to pay employees forever without actually bringing new business and doing all the things required to run a business. So I would say messaging is it's important. Address what you need to address where you feel you need to address it. I haven't really done a lot myself and in the early days I um I'm on record for saying don't address it don't go off brand but that was before it hit Australia and that's before it became a thing and I've had clients since reach out and say okay I feel like we need to address it now because of the social isolation issue and I was like go ahead do it that I said that for that time not knowing obviously the future and now that the future has changed and it's become a little bit more dire, I think it makes sense for them to address it. So I think understanding your own message is absolutely important, is it? One thing we've been telling clients right across the board is that this is an opportunity for you to review what you're doing, think about what you're going to do next, and then actually act. So I guess for a lot of people, if you actually don't know who is your brand or what is your message, now's the time to actually wake up and actually start writing it down, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Let's go into video and um, some of the things that people can do with video at the moment. Have you got some kind of easy tips that people can start thinking about? And where do you go at the point that you recognize, okay, I've got my little kind of um, almost like hobby approach to video and then I could really do the corporate stuff. Is there a transition period? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Even without a global pandemic, something that I always recommend to everybody is using functionality on, on in places like Instagram. So using Instagram stories and, you know, if you're on TikTok, I can't imagine there's a ton of people that are on TikTok, but using functionality like that is really good as a tool to exercise that video muscle. So getting on there every day and learning how to say something within 15 seconds or less, making it punchy, uh, articulating things so that we're not always stumbling over our own words. And by the way, it's not about perfection. Please don't hear that. It's just about learning how to get a message across uh, concisely and 
in a succinct way. And that's the beauty of something like Instagram stories. And as I said, using it as a tool to just get better at being on camera, hearing your voice so that you don't hate it. And if you do, that's fine. Most people hate the, the sound of their own voice, but by using that, you get familiar with it. So you're less hateful of it and more accepting of it and just going, that's what I sound like. That's fine. I'm here to get a message across. I'm not here to, you know, be a Hollywood movie star. Um, and also just getting used to what you look like on camera. All of those things are really, really confronting for people. It's, I, th I think that it's a huge contributing factor to why people have a lot of stage fright as well. You know, when you're handed a microphone for the first time, you actually hear the sound of your voice in a way that you've never heard it before. And it's really confronting because our ears are behind our mouth. So we actually sound a lot different to what we think we sound like just by way of the way that, you know, sound waves work. So really good tool for practicing. And the other thing that I would say um, as well as that, if you get good at that, if you're feeling comfortable with that, live stream. Just about every single platform has that functionality now with the exception of LinkedIn. And I know that's still slowly rolling out to everybody, but you've got Facebook, you've got Instagram, you've got Twitter, you've got YouTube, everything has live stream now. So there's nothing stopping you getting on there and just giving some valuable information in this time. It doesn't really matter what type of business you have, you're able to inform your people and give them something that they, they would find of value. And just on that, value is determined by the customer, not by you. So don't be down on yourself if you give something of value that you think is of value and it's not received in the way that you thought it would be received. Just keep trying and then eventually you'll hit on that piece of information that's just a golden nugget to them and then you'll go, ha, more of that. I love it. That's really good stuff. Now, if you want to get hold of Sarah and actually talk to her about what her business does, you can zip over to her website at 11lightsmedia.com. We put up the uh, the domain name earlier. So you'll recognize the website when you go across. Now, you're getting a little bit creative. I was really encouraged the other day. I saw that I think it was on LinkedIn that you were posting about the fact that there has been change at the moment with the dollar. And typically, you're probably a business similar to us. You actually go for the, the local market and probably have a lot of clients both in Queensland and nationally. But now there's an opportunity for us to pitch overseas. What was your thinking behind that? Well, honestly, my business started globally before it started locally. So oh, really? my first paying client was in the UK. I've had clients in uh, Canada, the UK, uh, the States, um, Europe, I've had them just about everywhere. So it, it's kind of like a default for me. I always think about the Australian dollar because I made the decision. So I've fluctuated over the years between uh, charging AUD versus USD and things like that. And I kind of made the decision, you know, maybe 12 plus months ago to just charge an AUD because it's just so much easier when it comes to taxes and things like that. But also at the end of the day, for people overseas, we are a better option in terms of like when they're looking at being affordable. Now I don't position myself as like an affordable service. Like that's not how I ever run my business. I'm not, I think you can attract a certain type of customer 
Um, but at the same time, right now, that's leverage. So it's something that we have to use, you know, in the same way that maybe we have to adjust our products and services to cater to, you know, uh, uh, an economy that's headed potentially towards a recession. So that was my thinking behind it that, you know, I, I already have clients overseas as well. You're right. A lot of them are local, but um, I've had to pause with some of my local clients. Um, I know after like this next month, I, some of them aren't renewing um, just because they potentially have to shut their doors. So it's a great time to be thinking outside the square, outside the bubble. How can I service someone somewhere else and be an asset to them and bring value to them um, in a way that's a no brainer. And I definitely think pricing is a no brainer. Like we were 59 cents on the U S dollar the other day. That is nearly 50% of the cost. So when my service is $2,000 for it to be, you know, 11 or $1,200 to them, it's a no brainer. Just makes sense, doesn't it? Well, it's a great um, thing just to look for. And so if your business is able to pivot and service people online and look after people digitally, then maybe there's something to look at is, is Australia your only market? So some great advice from you there, Sarah. Thanks very much. Well, one of the things that we want to talk about now is the fact that Excite Media has created a very special Thrival plan. We recognize that a lot of our clients are kind of dodging to the left and dodging to the right. What do I do next? Some of our clients are pausing, just like Sarah mentioned with some of hers. Others are actually ramping things up. Uh, you might have seen new businesses in your social media feed that you haven't seen before. It's just that they've recognized that it could be, for instance, home improvement. It could be education. Some of these industries are recognizing that as people are actually stuck in their homes, they may actually purchase other things. So if your business would like a review, we're here to help. If your business is facing a little bit of a pause and also wants to know, how do I handle my website? How do I make sure that my clients know exactly what's happening by putting announcements on my website so they're in the picture? Then we can assist you, and that's all come out of what we've put together with the Thrival Plan. Now, if you'd like to get a free copy, it's nice and easy to do, so I'm going to make sure that you can have a good link to that online. Uh, the Thrival Plan is something that all you've got to do is go to this address down the bottom of the screen, and it's a free Google Doc that you can actually download. The great thing is, once you've got it, feel free to copy it, feel free to share it. Essentially, it's something you can work through yourself, or you're welcome to talk to our team, and we will make sure that we assist you in terms of walking it through and how it all operates. So the Thrival Plan, something to help you review what's happening in your business so you can think about the next steps. And we've got a lot of great ideas for little enhancements that you can put in your websites, your social media, and we offer a 30-minute opportunity to talk to one of our team. Well, it's been a good time on the, uh, the morning kick. Again, thanks very much to Sarah from 11 Lights Media for joining us helping us get some insight into how we can deal with social, with video, and maybe even pitching outside of the shores of Australia. We'll join you again tomorrow in the afternoon. We've got a special guest to talk about team mental health and a great subject going into the weekend. I'll see you then.